this episode of Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever, the podcast where two cousins discuss all things Janet Jackson. Today, in honor of Black History Month, we are going to talk about Janet's blackest history moments, moments throughout Janet's career where her blackness jumped out without regard. My name is Courtney, and I'm here with my cousin. Cousin Cam, and our guest today for this discussion will be Lamont and Keiston, members of the Jan fam. So guys, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. Thank you for having us. So we're going to start with Lamont. (laughs) When did you first fall in love with Janet Jackson? I have been in love with Janet, oh, since I was like four. No, wait. My, My earliest memories are of watching Michael and Janet videos. So... And I got my first Janet album when I was four years old. And yeah, so it's just pretty much my whole life. So yeah. How about you, Keiston? So I, growing up, I was upset. Like, I was obsessed with Michael. I mean, to the point where, like, I, you know, we weren't supposed to dance in the house. That's a long story. We weren't really supposed to be dancing in the house. And so, you know, but every day after school, I would come in and dance in front of the mirror and like the carpet would be like worn down like it'd just be all matted <laughs> and I was surprised somebody would see it. but so it was strange because I knew about Janet but I was so into Michael that anything else you know and I was all about dancing so I wasn't really into Michael's ballads till I got older and so it wasn't until Janet I first heard Miss You Much my favorite Janet song of all time and when I saw the video to me, it was so, it was the first time I had seen her really like catch me like in, like my, in my body. And so, you know, it, 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 the, it was funky, it was sassy, it was, to me, Miss You Much was like, like a Janet version of the bad video for me. Because when I saw Michael do the bad video, that was the first time that I'd seen that shift in attitude. And I, and mm-hmm. I, and I felt the same way with Janet. And, you know, back in the day when we didn't have like... Uh, DVRs and stuff, I would always either catch the beginning or the end or the middle of Janet of the Miss You Much. And I was so little that I'm surprised I remember that, but I, that, that's really stuck, stuck out to me. And I'll just say this real quickly. Other than that, you know, she just kind of been a part of my childhood. But again, I was so into Michael throughout the nineties and I loved her music, but when the, when they had the icon special for honor for her, Mm-hmm. MTV icon and my mom and I were watching it. That is when I I, I just started riding so hard. Like I rode hard for her from that point on. It was <laughs> it was that it that was it that was it. So here is another question for you: the first time you saw Janet live, and I'm gonna go back to Lamont again. The first time that I was supposed to see Janet live was the the Janet tour, and my uncle had promised me to buy me tickets and I was so excited and then he, he didn't come through and I was I'm, st- I'm still upset about that actually oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the, the second time that I was supposed to see her was the All For You tour and I brought tickets to the, the Vancouver date because that was the very first date and I brought tickets to the show at Madison Square Garden and I didn't go to either show oh wow what happened <laughs> Because I was scared to travel by myself. That would be my first time traveling. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I was scared. So I didn't go. So <laughs> two, two tickets were there, two seats, empty seats were there. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah. 
Oh, man. oh, but the first time I actually saw her was the the rock rock with you tour. Wait, all those were you see that took? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already jealous now because you saw the rock with you tour. Oh, man. that was me too. Yeah, I, I did, and that turned out to be the the last date of the trip because that was the one at Madison Square Garden. So yeah. So Rock With You was my first, that was my first real tour anyway. I think the first, uh, the only concert I think I had seen before that was like Immature. I don't know if y'all remember Immature. Oh the, yeah, uh, yes. That <laughs> man, Romeo, LDB. That was when we were in Florida. So this was my first real concert and it was Rock With You. And I was just amazed. I, I can't even describe what the experience was like. She performed every song from like all the way from Dream Street. She even did, as I said before, my favorite song, Mishy Much. She did the chair routine. She did all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just Mm -hmm. incredible to, it it, it was incredible to feel like I'm actually in the same room as Janet Jackson. That is my favorite tour. I've said it a million times. That is my favorite tour that I've never seen. Like I've watched the clips on YouTube. uh, And they used to have the full show up there. And I think it's been pulled down since, but I mean, I feel like that is the one that got away. I really wish I could have seen that in person. So I'm super excited for both of you. She needs for both of you your past selves. She needs to go ahead and um, release that officially because the visuals that you see on YouTube, like the like the lighting and everything, it it doesn't do the show justice. So I really hope she releases that. Yeah. Listen, if it's any better, I can't take it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that show. So tell me about the last time. So apparently both of your first times were uh, Rock With You Tour. Um, What's the last time you seen Jan? Uh, The last time I saw Janet was um, in 2017 with Keiston and um, ATL for the um, State of the World Tour. Ah, so that was a show that was in Atlanta. I want to hear more about that because I think something pretty fun happened. Well, you go Keiston because this is your story. Okay, <laughs> so the last time I saw her was in Vegas, but I'll just say the the whole thing and uh, and it, like I'm trying not to get misty about it. I still like it's you know I'm in a wheelchair. I I'm paralyzed, and so for me, uh, I really wanted the chance to 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 see her and get good seats. Unfortunately, the first time when I saw her in uh, Atlanta, it was in Chastain Park, and it was just had a horrible experience because it really wasn't set up really well for people who were disabled and people were just mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. treated like furniture and then on top of that i didn't get there in time enough to go through that you know the vip section to see all of the the cool stuff that she had um right and so because of it was and it wasn't handicap accessible to get in there so i was just destroyed when i found out she was coming back to atlanta i was so stoked i'm so excited so i made a video explaining because every time even at the rock with you tour they, because I was in a wheelchair, there's like this designated seating and it was like way back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had paid money for VIP seating, not realizing that they, you know, there wasn't a place for me to sit. So I sent her a message, a video explaining to her my situation. And the uh, fun fact, um, I almost met Michael Jackson when I was a teenager because his publicist called me. And um, when that's a long, that's a whole nother story, but I, because through that experience, I became to really, really, just really want to meet her too. But this was really more about just being able to get up front and see her as close as I can because mm-hmm. I want I can finally afford it. Well, um, nothing happened with the video, uh, anything like that, because I tweeted it and then I asked Lamont. I said, Lamont, I said, you know, this could you? You're like really big in the JFM community. Can you just uh, see where this goes and see if anybody responds? Responded and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, all of a sudden I heard from snobby Aaron who on, I didn't know him at the time, but on Twitter, he said, you know, you know, I might be able to help, uh, you know, is there any information you want me to pass along? So I passed on everything. I, I like, I found all the articles about my accident, all these kinds of things about me, you know, my life in a wheelchair and just let it ride. And I didn't hear anything, but I just got a, I just had a feeling. I said, well, I was on my way to work. And I said to my nurse, I said, you know, I might meet my wife. I don't know. It might happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Like, I, I, I said, like, if I can't be her man, I want to be her friend. But anyway, so I, I saw, <laughs> and I think it was that same day on the way back, all of a sudden, my phone is showing FaceTime. And I'm thinking, and the number was, I think, like an LA number or something. I was like, well, you know, most likely it's going to be, a, you know, maybe she's the, her people might be calling me. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is a FaceTime. And I was like, what in the Tiana Taylor is going on here? <laughs> uh, I remember when she surprised me and like, literally I, I open it up and she's looking at me dead in my face. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, I was like, no, 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 this is not you. And I'd look at my nurse. She's driving. She's like, what's wrong? I said, that's Janet Jackson. She goes, what? Janet Jackson. I was like, oh my God. I was like, and I was, I said, I'm looking jacked up and everything's like, nice or not. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay, Jay. Okay. But uh, so anyway, cause I, and you know, she's like, well, I saw your video and uh, you're going to come to the show. Right. I was like, yes, yes. And um, you know, I can't, I, I don't want to bore you with all the details, but you know, she basically was saying that, well, well, why well, was thinking, why don't you come early? You can come hang out, see sound check. And you know, get some catered food and all of that. Like I'm, I'm like crying, like thinking about it now. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And um, and she said, do you want to bring a friend? I said, yeah, I'll, yeah. And, <laughs> and she uh, and you know, and then she did this. She had her tongue hanging out, or just side of her mouth. I said, no, don't do that thing with your tongue. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm already half dead. Don't do it. And, um, so anyway, so when it came down time to think about who to take it that was really hard because everybody and their mama wanted to go and i just thought well you know if it weren't for lamont it wouldn't happen so i i messaged him and i was like hey man listen um she said i can bring a friend and i said uh what about you and he, he's like you can talk about your reaction but he was basically like real shook like are you sure like he asked me i think about all the way up until the time it was for him to drive up here <laughs> asked me are you sure so i'll let you take over from there I was like, are, are you sure you me? Like, why are you inviting me <laughs> there? But I'm like, oh, well, if, if I have opportunities to to go backstage, meet Janet, I'm going to take this. <laughs> so <laughs> I drove all the way to Atlanta. I live in Virginia. So I drove all the way to Atlanta to um, be there. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I didn't believe I didn't believe it was actually going to happen until we, we were going into the venue. I was like, they, "We're going to get there, and they're going to say no, no." So what happened when you got there? We got there, and well, they you know they gave us a designated area to go to, and mm -hmm. uh, it was like you know backstage, and I'm like, "We're driving backstage. Security is going to meet us here, and they're going to say no. Go back." <laughs> <laughs> and, and they met us, and and they let us through, and then I'm like, "Wow," and. It was cold as hell up in there. But yeah. Yes, yes, it was. And the first person that came up to us was Gil, right? And and that's when I knew it was real. I, yeah. It didn't. It wasn't real to me at all until I saw Gil. I'd only other thing, only other time I'd seen Gil was in interviews and all of these things. And so when I actually, the way he popped up to us in just like the kindest, just like playful way, just because mm -hmm. he knew how excited we were, 
I was like, okay, this is real now. I'm sorry, Lamont, go ahead. Okay, well, first of all, I couldn't talk to Gil. <laughs> I, I literally, <laughs> Keith to introduce me, and, and he was like, hi, and I'm like, I just looked there. I couldn't even talk to Gil. And um, and I just want to say that with Gil, because I, I saw, like, just how busy he was, but he came, he came to us, like, like four or five times just making sure that we were good, like, the, the entire time that we were there. So, oh, like, yeah, so nice. yeah. he was, like, really, really, really nice to us. So Yeah, yeah, really attentive. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you go ahead. One of the biggest moments was for me was when we were actually sitting there watching soundcheck, and I, Lamont spotted it before I did. But that was when it was the big surprise. Missy Elliott was doing soundcheck up there, and mm-hmm. and and so you know I didn't see when I finally saw Janet on the stage. I'm like, okay, don't look over here. Don't don't you do it. Don't. <laughs> and so and she was with a film crew, and so she was coming down, and she was walking the other direction. I'm like, yes, go go that way, go that way. <laughs> but then all of a sudden she walked towards us and she's got all the dancers everybody and johnny gill's there too and i'm just like i'm like oh no 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 don't no 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 <laughs> so she comes over and um you know we would try to get our own we tried to capture it ourselves but they had a film crew and so you know they, they was like no you can't film it or whatever so, mm-hmm. so i'm saying this for a reason because ma and i never got a picture with her at that moment oh. so supposedly it was supposed to happen later anyway um uh, Lamont was shook. He was like a, a you know, a statue. He couldn't speak. <laughs> I, I already knew what was going to happen. So um, beforehand, I had bought her some flowers and uh, a flower arrangement. I, I did a painting for her and I wrote out everything that I wanted to say because I just knew that, you know, I hear all the time about people who meet their celebrities uh, celebrities, and they're just like, well, I, I didn't know what to say in the moment. I missed everything. I'm like, no, this is not happening. Uh, it's like i will have my script i am prepared my cues i've got my props and my painting i am ready yeah and and it made her actually cry a little bit and i saw randy when when we were getting food i was like that's randy jackson and it was almost like he heard me even though i whispered it and he gave me that look Mm -hmm. he gave me that michael jackson look like yeah it's me you know like (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know nice to meet you and um and later on i just told him i whispered in his ear and i just told him i said you know i really appreciate you know you as a brother and what what you what you have been to michael what you've been to janet and how you were with latoya when she needed you and i Mm -hmm. just want you to know that you know i have siblings like that and i just really appreciate that and and let me just say lamont you you chime in you tell where were those seats not like at first we we were right in front of us like on the off to the side of the stage so i was like i don't know how good this is going to be and all of a sudden, Missy was down in front. I had an opportunity to say something. I became like Lamont and didn't say anything. <laughs> but then when the stage came up, I was like, dang, these are some good seats, right? <laughs> well, 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 first of all, Keaston is totally underselling the, that moment with Janet because like he, he, read, he gave her this amazing painting and then that he made. And, and, and then he read the speech to her and she was crying. I, I wish that we could have recorded it because it was just such a, a moment and wow yeah wow. it was and she, and she gave me a hug but everybody talks about how good she smells but she had this big old coat on and i couldn't even like you know i couldn't even you know i wasn't trying to but, but um oh and i just want to apologize if jenna ever listens to this my mom so i was in a book that my mom that a book from way back when and my mom you know how people are now you put this book in the bag 
So she, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not trying to sell anything or do anything. You know, she just, it had my story in there. She was like, make sure she gets to copy this and see this and all that. I'm just like, I love that. Oh, Lord. I said, mama's gone to mama. You know? Yes. <laughs> right. And so we thought that we were going to, we really didn't know how it was going to end up later if we get to see her again. Cause she, cause we didn't get, they didn't really have much time. And so, you know, there was the show. And again, the show was just, amazing and we saw some other jan fam people that i guess that had seen what was going on on twitter and like they saw us they were looking for us and we saw them and um and and the only thing though that i wish i i kind of wish i'd stayed in the green room because when we left out of there that was like the room where like everybody apparently had gone through like sam jackson usher all these people we didn't know because we were just sitting out there and i was like i need to find an excuse to go to the bathroom you know but <laughs> But I just want to, but Lamont, you tell, isn't, is it not true that everyone in that crew, everyone from Joey, everyone to the, on the crew, the dance, like everyone was so, Janet really sets a tone about what it is to have like a nice, calm, peaceful atmosphere around her. We were like backstage the entire time, <laughs> like, like, like literally like five minutes before the show, but when they brought us out. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. And we, we got to eat with the crew, like Gil and all the dancers. I'm like, we're eating with the crew? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, like with the DJ and everything. And a big shout out to Jaime Mendoza. I, I get I get his title wrong all the time, but he's a big name, big position in uh, Janet's. Mm-hmm. He's her everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. He was really, again, He's he's been very, very kind and very, very, very good to us and me. So he was, it was an otherworldly experience. And then we got an invitation to the after party. So and, tell us about that. Okay. Well, um, I wasn't sure whether it came from Randy or Jan or whoever, but I, it didn't, it look, I was, it didn't matter, but it was <laughs> well, something, well, let me just say something was really also special about the fact that we were there on that night, because that was the night where they kind of just let everything just go because it was the last night. And they were just, you know, they, they seemed to be more free mm-hmm. and more loose and more in sync together than ever before. I mean, even, I think even on the, the So Excited uh, dance break that they did, I think yes. even Preston was dancing with them. So, you know, it was, but anyway, so when we got to the after party, I've, I'm not used to this whole after party thing. So I don't know where we're supposed to go, where we're not supposed to go. I just assumed, okay, well, go to Jan's after party, you go up there. So um, I rolled around to where it looked like there was a ramp because I didn't know any of those people in the front. And um, first somebody was like, oh, no. Um, or she was like, can I help you? I was like, um, yeah, I was just trying to, trying to find a handicapped bathroom because, you know, I was like, I wasn't trying to, you know, right, right. get in any trouble. And he was like, uh, oh, he's, and then I guess, I don't know, if it, was it Randy's assistant or a guy that worked with Randy? But I don't know. He said, no, 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 no. They, they can come up. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> You know what? It was kind of like that scene in The Wiz where, like, they get invited up to the, you know, into uh, <laughs> The Wiz. No, that's literally how it felt, like, going up that ramp. So I was like, okay. So I get around the corner, and until then, it still felt like one of those experiences where, like, Jenna's like, okay, you're the fan. It was so nice to meet you. Oh, great. Yeah. But then there was that kind of quiet, intimate kind of setting, and then I rolled up there, like, I'm not... I'm like, we're not supposed to be up here. And then I saw her sitting over there in the, in her um, booth, and she tilted her head at me, smiling like, "Come over." And I was like, "No." I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs> so, so I rolled over there, and I just kind of remembered. I said, "Be present," because again, I said, "If I can't be her man, I would love to be her friend one day." And the last thing I want to do is geek out. I really wanted her to 
I wanted to calm down and have a real conversation with her. And um, so we wrote, so we went over there and I don't remember all of what I said. You know, one thing I got to say about Janet that, you know, I wish she, I wish she would change is that like, she, she, she's not shy, but she looks that way and she's just really reserved and doesn't talk that much. So she basically puts it on you <laughs> to kind of come up with something to say. <laughs> You know, she just gives you that smile. And so I just started telling her things like, number one, like how incredibly, how incredible her smile. I mean, the woman, is she not stunning Lamont, like up close? Well, absolutely. She, she's, she's pictures stunning. do not do her dress justice at all. She's wow. right, right, right. Oh, yeah. And like my, my nurse was there with us, too. And she was just like, this is a, such a great experience. She was not one stank one in the whole bunch. This is awesome. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Like she's like Janet's tiny, and my nurse was all into Johnny Gill. But um, <laughs> but so so I sit there and I was telling her about how Janet about how you know she has her incredible her smile is and how she Michael Latoya Reby they all kind of have the same kind of smile and it's just one of those smiles that's it you know it's magical it can be flirty it can mm-hmm. be shy it can be sexy all of those things and you know I told her and she's like. People always say that, like, like, because I said you guys have the same smile. She goes, people always say that, like, she ain't know. Um, <laughs> and, and then I told her, I said, listen, you know, um, I really think that you should. First of all, I told her, I said, you gotta play Catwoman if you get the chance, because like that's like the one that got away. I said you dodged a bullet with that last script that came out, but you- <laughs> preach. I said, but you've got to do. It. She goes, yeah. People keep people keep telling me that. I'm like, well, then dang. In my mind, I was like, well, then dang, do it. But um, but I was like, and then I told her that I would, I really think that she should play um, Eartha Kitt in a in a in a you know a biopic. I said, you know, because I mean we've all seen the pictures of the two of them, and just they had kind of similar journeys to me, and I just thought. And she was very, you know, barely quietly spoke. She's like, you know, did you know about this? Like, I, I can tell that she was knowledgeable on Eartha Kid. There was something that she was telling me, and I, you know, I didn't really know about it. But I was like, um, hmm, okay, yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I didn't want to sound dumb, because I was like, yeah, you should do Eartha Kid, but I don't know about this. So, but anyway, so that was, and, oh, I know what I did. And, and then I'll, I'll toss it over to Lamont. But what I said was, I thought to myself, okay, if I ask her a question that's hard enough, maybe she'll think about it because she's silly too and she likes to be silly. So maybe she'll think about this and then like want to like contact me later or, or talk to me later. And it gets so, <laughs> so you me, are really playing the long game here. <laughs> I tell you, right? I tell you. you know, and so I said, um, if you could have three superpowers, what would they be? And um, and you know, and I thought she was gonna be like, oh okay but she was like um okay uh like i thought you know i was like she answered these questions no, she's ready you know she was like i ain't got much time for you guys but um she said um you know to heal and i don't remember that what else what else she said because i think it was about, about that time that uh our time was about up but i wanted to make sure i didn't haul all the time so i said but let me i want you to meet lamont i said you know he's the reason He's the reason why I'm here. I could not speak. I could not speak. I literally could not speak. I'm like, well, first of all, I was super paranoid about the fact because I, I knew that that was Keystone's moment. Like, I was just a guest. So I'm not going to like, you know, 
like try try to take over the conversation. Like, hi, mm-hmm. Janet, I'm Lamont, and this and that and third. I'm, I'm not going. No, I felt like I was hogging the moment. So, mm-hmm. so no, so like he introduced me, and I'm like, uh, hi, you know, like, and that's all I can say. That's, <laughs> I said hi, and I looked down. Like that's that's uh, sad. No, but you did say you did. Yeah, it is sad. But you did say. <laughs> but you did say. You did say. I just want to say thank you. And then, like, but again, that was kind of a... No, I didn't say that. That happened because, well, I'm not going to be messy, but I'm going to be messy. Um, (laughs) Because it it, it was a member of Janet's entourage, and before before y'all try to piece things together, it wasn't Gil or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but a member of Janet's entourage called Joey over. And then uh, Joey moved us and he moved us outside of the VIP area because, and Keaton always feels bad, feel bad about that because he feels that he was like monopolizing Janet's time and she wasn't interested. I'm like, no, Janet was like, Janet was like, literally like, like their knees were touching. That's how close they were. Oh, stop it. No, th- I'm serious. <laughs> no, I, I that. I'm serious. That's how close they were. And Janet was like really engaged. To- well, and then when Joey moved us, that's when I told, I told Joey to, Thank Janet for the fact because the should have known better lyric video that I made is on her official YouTube page. And I thank Janet for that. But I don't know if he ever told her that. But that's when well, I said that. Well, well I, see, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, because Janet has perfected the smile of looking all nice and happy. And, you know, because but, but, I was thinking in my head, she was probably... She probably, I was thinking as soon as we got moved, she was probably like, now, Joey, I told you to get that. <laughs> I said that seven was, minutes. No, I, know it's like, I know it's like when I blink twice and give that and give my baby smile, that means it's over. Where you, where were you? So, like, like, I had to sit here and I'm them sure that's not what happened. But but she was so, I'll say this last part. She was so sweet, like, because as we were getting moved, she goes, wait, I mean, do you guys like want, because uh, they were getting also served their drinks and food. So I thought maybe that might have had something to do with it. But, you know, but Lamont's like, no. But she's like, and so, and I, you know, I was cool anyway, because I didn't realize until later after watching her, you know, the metamorphosis and all these other things is that like a lot of times, even though she's, you know, it's after party, she's still working because she still has oh, to mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, you know, I, I, I get it, you know. So, but I, but I ate, they, I let them serve that food. That food <laughs> and, and Lamont was like a freaking statue. I'm like, look, man, this is some shishi food. Like, I, like nothing <laughs> wrong now, but this is like some big, like really good. I'm like, I don't know what you're going to do, but I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to eat. Listen, Lamont, listen. Apparently you went as me that day, and I'm sorry for that. But <laughs> either way, you were you were in there. You had all the experiences. You heard all the songs. You danced all dance. You drank all drinks. You all right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the and the last part of this was so first of all I had to get I had to I guess I I guess I wasn't nervous anymore. I had the nerve to say, Gil, come on, come over here. Will you uh will you this is Lamont? I had to like make him introduce himself to uh, Gil. And I got to take pictures with the dancers. The dancers were so awesome. You know, they're beautiful. They were just amazing. But the sad part is, so I mentioned, I remember that I remember that I mentioned the picture earlier. So I came back around because I said, you know, we after we got pushed out the way, I said, well, I'll go around. I have to go back that way to get to leave. So when I get ready to leave, I'll ask for the picture. So I get going through there and I see Gil. I was like, he's like, did you have a good time? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, listen, where's Janet? I want to get that picture. He goes, Oh, well, no, she left early because she had to catch a flight. And I'm like, wait a minute, the whole time we didn't get a picture. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah. 
And he's like, oh, he's like, but that's okay. You guys had the moment. I'm like, look, in my head, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yes, we had that whole Prince thing where you, where you could talk about being there, but you have nothing to show because it was a mystery. That's too all great. Funny, like, too funny, too funny. But I needed a picture. So anyway, so that was the end of it. So. All righty. Well, man, that sounds awesome. I mean, I felt like I went through this whole experience with you. I'm talking about, <laughs> I started driving in Virginia. And now I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was all right. I'm excited yeah. about that. Can we yeah. talk a little? I want to talk to you, Lamont, about man, you just do so many things. So I'm gonna let you tell me what you want to tell me. But here are the things that I think you are a part of. So the Janet Legacy Matters, yeah. Janet Euphoria, uh, the Legends panel. Tell us about all of this stuff. Well, <laughs> Janet's Legacy Matters started because it was there was a billboard article of the greatest award show performances or the, yeah, it was the greatest award show performances. And Janet was not featured at all. Like it was so, it was, it was so bad that a Kermit the Frog performance from like the Oscars or the Grammys made it, but there was no Janet. I'm like, okay. So like, I was about to go off about that. Like, like literally like read them, like go on Twitter and read them or something like that. And then the the person that co-founded Janet's Legacy Matters with me, his name is Christopher Linden. He was like, no, don't do that. And like, let's take this and be proactive with it. And he came with the idea to, you know, launch a movement. First, we had the Janet Euphoria. He's like, let's mm-hmm. let's go bigger than that. So that's when we launched Janet's Legacy Matters. And all right, all right. He's amazing. He really is. Um, talk a little bit more about the Legends panel. How I first started in YouTube was I was making um, Vogue videos, you know, with the ballroom scene, mm-hmm. like like that, way before Pose or anything like that. But um, okay. yeah, I was doing that. And um, in the ballroom- Wait, you were in the videos, like doing death drops and stuff? No. Or are you- no, I was just editing. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, doing it. I thought you were in them too. I was like, oh, I'm getting ready to Google this right now. No. But I'm, <laughs> no. I'm still going to Google, but now I'm going to wait until we're done. <laughs> No, but the, the 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 point is that in the barroom scene they have that that where you, where you go before the panel and they give you tens of chops as like if, if they like your performance or whatnot. So that's basically mm-hmm. how it started. And then I'm like, okay, well, why don't I take that and make it the legends where where they're um, judging the new generation of artists coming in? And mm-hmm. That's how it started. Oh yeah, <laughs> well that's awesome. I would have never thought that that's how that started but i could see it and it, it, it makes total sense yeah yeah they were extremely funny parody videos that like gained a cult following he really created something with the legends panel and like it, wow well, i mean yeah i guess um and, and, and and he voiced all the he voiced not all of them but all, most of the parody people like michael janet Madonna, all, I mean, he, he really did a great job. So. It is really phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she might not ever listen to this, but I just want to say thank you to Janet again for, because I, I don't even know how that happened, but she featured two, she, well, she featured one video on her Facebook page and Twitter, and then mm-hmm. she uploaded the, after the Pulse shooting in Orlando, Mm-hmm. I made the should have known better video and I, I wasn't making it, you know, trying to get it to her. I was making it because, well, obviously I'm gay. So I was making it for that reason about, I was mm-hmm. in my feelings about what happened and I made it for that reason. And then she saw it, liked it. And then she put it on her official YouTube page. And I'm like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, st- I still don't understand why that happened, but I'm very thankful. You don't understand. It was a phenomenal video. Like, what's not to understand? I, I know. Yeah, it was very powerful. 
Very powerful. I'm just very grateful for that. Yeah, just just live in that. Just live in the in that. <laughs> yeah. Because it was because it was truly touching. I mean, the the message and and it it, it was just it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great, man. Like so. Let's talk music videos for a second. If there's a person on earth who has never seen a Janet Jackson video and they were willing to sit down with you and watch three videos, which videos would you choose and why? Rhythm Nation, If and Pleasure Principle. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, pleasure principle because it's just her by herself. Um, Rhythm Nation because of the message and because of the the dancing. Because the dancing that video where where dance was going basically mm-hmm. after that and the if video because it still looks fresh. You know, it's pretty much the blueprint for pretty much every female video that followed it. Mm-hmm. So I agree. <laughs> yeah, those are solid choices. We'll take them. Yeah, very solid. For me, I would say, well, of course, miss you much. Um, well, miss you much because, again, for me, it was like the way it opened up. Like, I almost wish it wasn't even a part of the Rhythm Nation, like uh, the entire movie, just because the way she came through that door. First of all, the way she even came through that door, she had like that, like, she had BDE, like, for real. Like, the way she came <laughs> through that door, the way she came in there almost like a dude. Like, she had so much swag the way she came through the door. And it was kind of like a mystery. It's like you didn't really know you know, well, if you had never seen it before, you're like, who is this girl? She's very sweet and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, when she hits that, you know, like it just, all the, I mean, it's just, again, that's my favorite video. And then I would say uh, Rhythm Nation for the same reasons that Lamont said. I mean, it really, it's powerful. It's the beat is, is, it's funky. It's infectious. The, the, the choreography and the, and the message, ultimately the message. And the third one, I would have to say, I, I'm, you know, I would like to pick something from a different era just so that people can see her growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have to say also maybe a pleasure principle only not, not for me, but because when I look at the videos online of people and people who respond to the song, they really respond to the song and video. And so because they respond to it that way, I would, I, you know, that would, that would be something I would want to put on for somebody who's never seen her before. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can find no fault with your choices. Every Pleasure Principle is my video. Like, I love that video. You guys name Miss You Much, which is Cam's like all time favorite. Yes, uh, yeah. it's mine too. Yeah, Keiston, we, we're cousins. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, basically, you guys made all the right choices. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Thank you guys so much for sharing your story with us and answering our nonsensical questions. Um, we're ready to do our countdown. So in honor of Black History Month, uh, we want to celebrate Janet Jackson's Blackest History. So those times, those moments in uh, Janet Jackson's career where, you know, just the Black jumped out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's start. So we're going to do our top seven moments, and there might be a few honorable mentions in there, <laughs> but we'll start with number seven. So our number seven, Janet Jackson, Blackest History Moment, actually came in 2004 when Janet did a number of BET Black History Month commercials to celebrate the month of February, which is Black History Month here in the U.S., and there were a host of these. I don't know if you guys remember them, but there were several oh. of these very short 
commercials, but yeah. the one that always catches my attention. Do you know Paul Robeson? He was a Phi Beta Kappa scholar, class valedictorian, an all-American athlete. He became an international entertainer, a civil rights activist, and enemy of the State Department. Maybe the forces against him forgot that education inspires freedom. Do you know Paul Robeson? Black history. Pass it on. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually pretty cool. I wish BET would do more of that. Sometimes they do it every now and then. But My favorite part is when she gets to maybe the forces against him forgot that education inspires freedom. There was all kinds of penny attitude up in that <laughs> place right there. And so that's a moment that I always remember. Like every time anybody does anything for Black History Month, like I could just see Janet Jackson sitting in that chair rolling her neck. And so maybe the forces against him forgot that education inspires freedom. Uh, so that's one of my favorite moments. Yeah. They need to bring that back. Yeah, she was so fine. Anyway. Oh, you know, that black and that hair and that, oh god. She still got it. It's a look. It's a look. Yes. Uh, All right. Coming in at number six, we actually have a tie. It's new agenda and can't be stopped. Those lyrics are classic. With new agenda, the lyrics read history hidden from me to hide my identity. So I'll never feel I am somebody. You dodge my eyes. I see more clearly. You try to rob me of my humanity. My spirit, you try to break. My soul, you try to take. There's no need to be afraid because I won't do until you now. You know, I think a lot of us, uh, you know, as black people, me in particular, you know, we've known a lot about, you know, this country and the history of just kind of just because of how we live our everyday lives. But I think with everything, all of the new information, whether it's in documentaries or things that we're just seeing right now, we, you know, finally understanding and coming to grips with how systematic the, the, the oppression has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, I didn't fully understand back a long time ago where, when Michael um, had said, you know, your history books are lying to you, lying to us. And I didn't understand it then. Mm-hmm. I do now. And also to see those lyrics of her say, you know, hide my history to, to hide my identity lets me know. I know like the term woke is, you know, kind of like burning out, but that's what she was back there. And then I don't, and I don't think many people, including myself, understood that. That That's the thing I don't think a lot of people understood. We know what racism is. We've experienced it. But I don't think a lot of people realized that it was so deep that history books and mm-hmm. so many things were set up to make us not be aware of our worth. And the fact that she knew that around back then and she yeah. spoke about it. I thought that was very, very powerful. Absolutely. In the 90s, these lyrics were really quite groundbreaking. And just like you, I really didn't understand the gravity of these lyrics until much, much later. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, just like just open the door with history hidden from me to hide my identity. Like, ma'am, come on now. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And then my other favorite line is where she says, there's no need to be afraid because I won't do unto you now. Like, wow. You fear me because you understand on some level if I were to ever treat you the way you've treated me, you wouldn't be able to take it. And, you know, it's like, don't be afraid. I'm not interested in doing to you what you've done to me. I just need you to know that I know and I need you to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Very powerful. I'm the same. I'm the same. I I, I didn't really 
get it because I, I remember when I was younger listening to it it wasn't one even one of my favorite songs but then when I got older it's like wow it really I really connected to it it's actually one of my favorite Janet songs of all time because you know of the message and it. it's like I saw ahead of her time and saying things that other people weren't saying at that time I, I was gonna say and Lamont the video that you made for that the video that Lamont did kind of showcasing all of the despite what has been done to us all of these black people that were able to be so successful in the media and to move the culture, change the culture. And do, I mean, it really took the song to another level. Really Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that video that you made, Lamont, really reminds me of the next song, you know, Can't Be Stopped. And these are powerful lyrics from that song when she states, you must remember that we were born with blood of kings and queens that can't be stopped. Stand strong, my sister. You can't be stopped. And what sticks out to me is when she says the part about born with bloods of kings and queens. And a lot of times when people are around me and they have that negative energy, I like to remind them, hey, we came from (laughs) kings and queens, you know, you know, so much stuff has come from our people. And I know, you know, recently here with Black Panther, everybody was just celebrating, you know, our blackness, but it goes deeper than that. I mean, we have some strong blood running through us. So, you know, you got to keep it positive and stay focused, but just know that you can't be stopped. If you put your mind to it, you're going you're gonna to come through. Yeah. I love that this song, if I'm not mistaken, was a hidden track on the Velvet Rope, right? She always seeds these albums with uh, a message song about pride, about our heritage, right? And so on the Velvet Rope, you wouldn't really necessarily expect this song to show up. And then she was like, uh, 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 before you go. <laughs> right, right, right. Message. School is still in session, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at number five, we have in Janet Jackson's top seven Blackest Moments countdown, Made for Now, her performance on the Jimmy Fallon show. Yes. What I love about this performance and the video is the fact that in a time now where, you know, we have uh, people in power talking about uh, African uh, countries as S-hole countries, people who are Hispanic Mexicans treating them, you know, like they're less than. Janet, in her own way, put out uh, a message of unity for everyone. But, you know, she could have easily made it like, which I believe she originally was going to do, like where she filmed it in all different places all over the world. But they just, but it somehow serendipitously it ended up the way it should be and that was to really showcase just the beauty of blackness and and hispanic culture and just really put it in the forefront everything from the prince to just everything and her performance on jimmy fallon like i still get emotional about it because it was really what we we all need anytime we get a chance to see janet shine it's a beautiful thing and the choreography and the reception that she got Yes. And, mm-hmm. Like in the crowd. And I'm just so happy that that video is racking up like just as many, like millions of views, just like the, uh, you know, the music video. And I just love the fact that uh, she really owned her, I don't know if you call her queendom or whatever. She just really owned it. And she owned it. And I, as I said, I, I made a video, uh, an article for her um, about all the reasons why she is what she is. I said, you know, she walks with a quiet confidence, but I want her to own 
what who and what she is and she really did that in this performance and it was it was just beautiful mm -hmm. i just want to say that's the blackest that jimmy fallon show has ever been <laughs> <laughs> it was so good you hit on it i love the opening with the drums the fabrics mm -hmm. the african prints everything was so perfect but to me the blackest moments came at the very beginning when she spun around in that wicker chair, you know, that that we, we so famously associate with the Black Panther Party, yeah. sitting in those types of chairs. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. That's what, like all of those little subtle nods. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. You know, I never knew that. I, didn't, yes. I never knew that. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen those chairs and those images before, but I just I just had uh, kind of equated it to just or, you know, just black culture. I didn't know it was right. It is. It's a double black entendre because <laughs> it is like, you know, everybody. If you if you personally don't have a picture in that chair, somebody close <laughs> to you, your mom or your brother or your sister has a picture in that chair. And what <laughs> you just said about black the Black Panther, it all makes sense now too because didn't she do a, a picture like that previously when she had an afro? She did. Absolutely same mm -hmm. chair. Just like that. Yes. So I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Coming in number 4, one of my all-time favorite Janet Jackson moments where I felt like the whole speech was a hand on hip neck roll in 1992 <laughs> when she was accepting the chairman's award at the 24th NAACP award ceremony. Uh, yeah. um, she actually chose to quote the words of a reviewer in, in an article she had written in the Philadelphia Tribune, Robin L. Baylor, whose name, whose entire name Janet Jackson said on stage, <laughs> <laughs> the, the L and all. Um, <laughs> She, you know, uh, Robin L. Baylor wrote, I still don't understand Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation video. What can she and her foot soldiers stomping in an underground industrial plant accomplish, bringing world harmony? Nothing. And Janet Jackson read those words as a part of her acceptance speech. And of course, she had two students on stage with her who had previously written to her and told her that the only reason they had graduated from high school was because they were inspired by Janet Jackson's music. So Janet reads those words and she has those two girls up there with her and she holds their hands up high and she doesn't say anything else. And the whole audience just gasped. And then, <laughs> and then they clap like, oh, oh, okay. We see what you're doing here. <laughs> like to accept the award was like a big F you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, she should have known she was in trouble when Janice said your full whole full name. <laughs> Said a she said a whole government name. The yes. whole government name. You know right there it's about to get hot. <laughs> but I really, I think like this past year when the 30th release of Rhythm Nation was celebrated, I realized I took Rhythm Nation for granted. It was a great piece of work. And, you know, of course, I love Miss You Much, Come Back to Me and all that. But this project touched so many lives. So for Robin not to understand what <laughs> Janet was trying to do, you know, I don't blame Jenny. You go, I'm sensitive about my stuff. <laughs> right. Yes, Amen. yes, yes. And before we get to number three, we have an honorable mention. <laughs> Janet wears her blackness with pride. And when I say this, I'm saying wearing those black sweatpants everywhere. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Some people have their favorite flip-flop. But oh, Janet Lord. has those black sweatpants. <laughs> I love it. So 
what they symbolize is one of my favorite things about Janet Jackson. And that is she don't care. <laughs> she doesn't care. I'm going to get up and I'm going to put these same pants on every day like I'm a cartoon character and I'm going to go out and you're going to take it. I'm going to be on Harper's Bazaar in these sweatpants and you're going to like it. And I'm going to wear them to the club with my $1,200 boots and you're going to like it. Like, <laughs> That's very j- Funny thing about it is those sweatpants are like $700. Of course they are. And, I, you, and you know she has so many pairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like All I know is it makes the booty look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a beauty. They just, mm, just, mm. Mm. I agree with Kisten. Oh, like, yes, Dunk, yes, Dunk, yes. Yes, I love it. I was like, yes. Because you know, when black people like something, we like something. Yeah. We don't, <laughs> we yeah. don't ever like, kind of like anything. Like, we yeah. like something, we like it. <laughs> let, me, let me let y'all move on. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We'll give you a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The pants deserve a moment. You know, I'll, I'll give them all the space they need. Oh, man. Mm. And so coming in at number three, and this is a tough one because at the top of this list, they're all so good. But at number three, we have to talk about the opening video for Janet Jackson's State of the World tour. That was definitely one of Janet Jackson's blackest moments. Absolutely, yep. She launched with Skin Game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that, because that was a B-side to, I believe, um, Come Back to Me. So I'm I'm amazed that they, her and Gil went through the you know her her catalog and pulled that and decided to not only perform it but perform it as the opening of the show. <laughs> <laughs> she also played a video that really highlighted some issues in our country, but also it was very specifically black. She specifically called out white supremacy. There was a voice in the video that announced that between 2001 and now we have seen three times more deaths caused by right-wing extremists than Islamic terrorists. Also during the video, there was a guy who mentioned um, after a police report. So the police report was about another killing of an unarmed black man. And so you hear that voice. And after that, there's a voice that says, and that is the reason black people do not trust white police officers where you have no sense of commitment to the life and the needs of the people in the community. So she was not steering away whereas she could have just done a blanket discussion of like you know issues in the world she didn't she went head on for issues that were directly impacting black communities Mm -hmm. yeah you just basically took out all the words out of my mouth i think there's a misconception that uh that janet really maybe she doesn't have her own voice but you know as we've seen with the made for now video i thought it was very i thought she made a very uh, a specific intention to have that theme of the of the black and brown people because right at the time when uh, when they were being disparaged disparaged all over the media and I I looked at that as almost like an fu with a with a nice little Janet smile and <laughs> and I think and I think you know looking at it now I you said exactly what I was going to say about the opening it was very easy and very safe for her to put it put out a blanket you know here you know you know we are the world but. She, um, you know, she didn't do any false equivalency of like, oh, this on both sides. I mean, and that's a very polarizing view, but it's a very honest and true view on my and 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 in my opinion. And I think that what she did was just it was absolutely beautiful. It was very surprising, and it just it almost gave me chills because it's like you know, 
my voice might be soft and that might be sweet and you know I have something to say, but I, but I, you know, I'm not afraid to, you know, speak my mind and I'm just going to do it in my, on my own way. I think there, there's always this perception, not just with Janet, but with Michael and Janet and the Jackson family that, that they aren't a uh, quote unquote woke or that they, they don't care about issues relating to our community. Cause I remember there was a tweet recently uh, and they were, they were, they were talking about that neither Michael or Janet were taught by uh, Catherine and Joseph uh, pride as black people. And that's completely and totally not true. Like, especially if you mm -hmm. actually de you know, dive into their catalogs, it's mm -hmm. there, there, but, you know, but because it's just this, it's just this perception that they don't care or that, uh, that they're so far removed that, you know, they can't possibly um, understand it, but it's just not true. Well, clearly, clearly they uh, they don't know the music and they don't listen exactly. to the music because especially, especially Michael is very explicit uh, in some of his lyrics and Janet, you know, a lot of you know Janet when she when she uh, creates her music and she writes, she goes, "If you want to know what's going on, Jimmy's always like, if you want to know what's going on in her life, all you got to do is just listen to the music." I'm like, she writes in so much code. I don't know, you know, she really does. She sings and her lyrics are in so much code. It's like, okay, I think she's talking about this or that. But with something like Skin Game, and, and she even took the time, I loved how she, in an interview, said, I don't think people really understand. Like, even when you look up the lyrics, they're getting the lyrics wrong. Like, I don't think people really truly understand just what is being said here. So, so she's very, you know, she's a little bit more, um, I can't think of the word, but, you know, she speaks a little, she's a little bit, she's a lot more metaphorical and a lot more, and you really have to kind of, think a lot of the times but uh, about what she's trying to say um you know it's not always as explicit but she's very explicit she's very clear and she's very focused and i just think it was yes uh, a masterpiece yes. <laughs> very black um for me when i first see, saw the clip and i saw the opening the one word that actually came to my mind was love and so it's like when your mom or your dad tell you, you know, I'm doing this because I love you. Sometimes they have to give you the harsh reality, you know, by including this into her show. She was like, look, I love you guys. I love this world. This world can be a better place. But this is what's going on. And it's kind of like a man in a mirror in a way saying, you know, we need love to solve this. If we learn how to love each other and treat each other as equal, we wouldn't have the white supremacy, the police brutality. And the skin game is played in so many ways. If you think about the young man who they're threatening to take away his high school graduation experience because of dreadlocks. And to me, I feel like it's not really the dreadlocks. You know what I'm saying? It's more of, you know, he right. black and black and brown people. So if we can't say your skin, we'll go after, you know, your features right. and stuff. So I think Janet was really just saying, I love you guys, but we got to we, we don't need a skin game. We don't need any game. We need love. Yeah. And then the other thing that I thought was really important um, as a part of this, this this opening was used for the State of the World Tour, but she also used this very similar opening at the Global Citizens. And I just think that, that it's tremendous that even on a huge stage, you know, this was broadcast all over the world. Mm -hmm. And even on a huge stage, she felt it was important enough to speak about the plight of black and brown people in this country. As a part of this, she also put on screen the names of the 
victims of police brutality, the unarmed black man who had been yeah. killed, their names were actually featured as a part of the video. So she was very explicit in her intentions when she talked about the black community. And so I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two. This is probably the blackest video Jen has ever done. And it might be the blackest video anybody's ever done. (laughs) The video got to let's go. The video itself was nothing but black people. Even poor Tina couldn't even get invited. And she's the choreographer. (laughs) When you tell Tina she got to sit on the sidelines, she got to fall back. But it is a great video. It's a great video. So ahead of its time. So ahead of its time. It really was. Who was doing videos like that? Like nobody, zero people. Exactly. So timeless. It really is. Do you think if she was to put that video out now, would there be some people being politically correct? Like Janet did a video with no with no white people. Well, I mean, she really did. Made for now. (laughs) she did Look, not I'm invite like, a single one. <laughs> well, you know, something, it was, it was a clip that I saw. It was, I saw it recently, too, where Janice talking, she's talking about that video, and she said that she got a lot of pushback from, from that video, and she said she got a lot of pushback from her community because she didn't have on makeup. and. Yeah, there was a criticism about her not wearing makeup or whatever, but it was on purpose that she didn't want to do that. I do remember reading, because that was the lead single, they were really wanting a more glam video, and she was like, not really about that at that moment. And so, you know, if we recall, and, we, and we've got a, we're going to talk more about this here in the near future, but it was really inspired by a magazine, a South African magazine and a magazine cover. And so that was the look that she was going for. And it, it if we know anything about Janet, like once she has made up her mind about something, mm-hmm. she has made up her mind. Yeah. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so like, that was it. Like, we're going to do this this is the look. This is this is the feel, the aesthetic that I'm going for. Um, and she was not to be swayed. I think it was a great video and she could release it today and it would still be a great video. It would still be the only one on TV that looks like it, just like it was um, in its time. So the blackest video and even behind the scenes has the blackest story where you tell your friend like, uh-uh, girl, no, <laughs> not this time. Um <laughs> You know, and and to answer your question, I really think that uh, if it were to play now, I actually think it would be even even bigger. I really think it was ahead of its time because I'm actually surprised. I mean, if you even when you go online, yeah, you have those that are just like, well, there are no white people. Why aren't there any white people? But then there are all uh, there are so many white and other people that are not black that are like so much more on board these days. And that you know whether it's because they want to be and I you know I'm saying that word again want to be woke or whatever it just seems like there's more um more support than ever you know like allies in the black lives matter all these different people that are really supportive and i think that it would even uh i think it would be even bigger oh oh, it would be huge now because it was like it was right after the janet era and everybody wanted her to you know have that type of a look and people were surprised like what are you doing like with the hair and no makeup and everything like that and I think it'll be huge now. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. So before we get to number one, we do have an honorable mention. Trying to think about the best way to say this, um, but one of the blackest things in Janet Jackson's black history is how she underestimates time. So you know how like black people, even if we're still at home in the shower, if you call us, we're 
10 minutes away. (laughs) (laughs) She does that same thing, that 10 minutes away, but with albums. She will lie to us time and time again about when these albums are on the way. She does CC time with her albums. Mm -hmm. She's been telling us her next project is coming in the fall for like six falls. (laughs) (laughs) Her Riri is playing with my emotions as we speak. I done got upset just thinking about it. Oh, that, that's a very Jackson thing. I, I'm getting used to that. That's just very Jackson. You, you, you're not going to get an album for four years, five years. You just, you just got to wait on it and hope it comes yeah. eventually. I mean, she old school. I feel like she doesn't owe us anything. Exactly. Didn't she say recently somewhere where she was like, no, see, I'm not going to say too much because, you know, the fans, they'll be all on me. <laughs> like that. Like, as we are, I think, and I think she's kind of said that, you know, like she's doing it kind of differently now. Like she'll do a show here, a show there. Maybe she doesn't know if she wants to put out a, a single or an EP or whatever, but, but I don't know. But she needs to yeah, quit, quit playing with my emotion, our emotions. <laughs> Whenever it shows up, I'm here for it. So it doesn't even matter. I'm here for it. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you know, we got real, I, I want to give us all so much credit. Everything, everything from, from when uh, she had the, somebody posted that missing photo of her back in 2004. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we were, I mean, we were like freaking detectives. Like there were people in the jam fan community like, like taking screenshots of like, you know, she was trying to be so quiet about it, but they were like showing like little screenshots of albums to be coming out. Be like, oh, we see Janet to be, look, look, we see, it's coming. Like, <laughs> like people were like freaking, right. you know, and she, she applied be, for a copyright. Something's happening. Right, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. And she had been, that's funny alright and coming in at number one the entire Rhythm Nation era (laughs) you name it everything about Rhythm Nation was black it's just got blackness written up (laughs) literally (laughs) and and it was positive and she had a message and I'm so glad she did not listen to those record executives who told her just make control too I know that the era was um, partly inspired by the fact that she saw a special on I think it was ABC around 89, 89 it was called Black in White America and it was a scene in particular where a therapist is in a classroom and she has a girl pick between which cartoon figure is prettier and it's a white cartoon figure and a black cartoon figure and the girl picks the white cartoon figure and she asks the therapist asks her why and she says because she has prettier hair mind you that the only difference between the the two figures is that one was white and one was black and Janet said that really touched her because it it showed her that pretty much that there's no reputation for blackness so we don't see each other what she was saying before it became the trend is that representation matters and Mm -hmm. so she decided that the entire theme everything she would wear would be black so that blackness would be portrayed positively and unapologetically and she literally said that in an essence magazine article yeah this is my favorite Janet era. And I feel like sometimes I'm stuck in space. Me too. too. I just feel so strongly about this. There are, it's very trendy now to be uh, Mm pro-black. Even in this, it's it's ironic in this world of steeped in white supremacy. It's very trendy now to be pro-black. But at this time, she took such a huge risk. And so, you know, we have artists now who are making statements. You know, you got Childish Gambino and you've got, of course, Beyonce um, making her statements. But 
it's safer to do so now. Hello. And when Janet did it was a huge risk Mm -hmm. at the height of her career when she was just starting to like get over the hump and people were, she was just making a name for herself and people were just recognizing her as kind of like the queen of pop. She put all that on the line Mm -hmm. to, to, to represent and portray blackness in a positive light. Mm -hmm. And so that is why that is the number one, Janet Jackson, Blackest History Month. And I want to say that, uh, and this is no shade, but like none of her contemporaries, not even Michael, was doing that at that time. Really like, like really like speaking to our people. And she was definitely like the biggest pop artist because there was no pop artist that was doing anything like that at that time. So Absolutely. Well, and Absolutely. I was going to say also, you know, I love Mike and I love how he did like Man in the Mirror and things like that. Mm-hmm. But Janet was, I think, the first person that, I mean, because, you know, one or two songs, okay, you're making a statement, but she spent like half the album making a statement. And it re- and, and that was a, a incredibly risky to do that many songs, but she was the first person to make not only activism uh, listenable, but she actually made it cool in her music. And as this is, I know it's kind of funny, but every time I think of Rhythm Nation and its impact, I always think about that episode, that Halloween episode with Regine from Living Single. Yeah. And her in that outfit rocking <laughs> yes. that ponytail. And yes. I'm just like, man, Jenny had everybody, everybody, Halloween, you're going to see at least one person with that Rhythm Nation outfit on rocking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and every year for the last 30 years, like people everybody. are still. I really had a lot of respect for Beyonce when she put that costume on because mm-hmm. a lot of things that are said, a lot of rumors that are said in the industry. And I don't know, some of it may be true or whatever about people's egos. All I know is that I was glad to see her represent Janet like that. It was that I was happy to see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a good place to leave it. Um, We've had so much fun with you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. And can I just make a shameless plug? Um, (laughs) Go ahead, uh, man. um, So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, dancing wheels if anybody wants to uh check it out it, it's talk it's basically uh sharing you know new perspectives on life and things through my uh disability and uh there if you go there there's actually a video that uh Lamont put together basically and it's me narrating the entire night of when we met Janet and it has pictures and video of uh that what captures so you're actually there in the experience oh very cool, cool. cool. very gotcha. cool yeah. dancing wheel Lamont? You can follow me pretty much on every um, social media platform at ITHL123. That's my personal. Um, for Janet-related stuff, it's Janet's Legacy Matters on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and Janet Euphoria on all platforms. Thank you, too, so much for having us and giving us a chance to uh, express our love and be a part of such a, an important episode uh, talking about you know Janet and, and Blackness. And I want to say, again... Uh, out loud to everyone. I really want to thank you, Lamont. I want to thank Snobby. I want to thank Gil. I want to thank Jaime. And most of all, Janet for creating such, uh, uh, you know, helping to create such an experience that I will never forget. Fantastic. You're welcome. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that really is it for us for now. If you need more Janet Jackson, which we know you need more Janet Jackson. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And also, if you're already a subscriber of this podcast, please leave us a comment wherever you are listening. Your comments and likes help other people find us, especially on iTunes. Yes, please leave us a comment on iTunes if you can, even if you listen elsewhere. And tell a friend to follow us on social media at JJ Today Pod. We would love to hear from other fans. Our intro and outro music is provided by Good For You by THBD. It's licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. The one thing I wanted to say was, I forgot to mention that when I did meet her, I said to her, I said, can you say my name again? And she said, and she said, Keithan. I said, oh, it sounds like butter coming up. <laughs> now, so now I call her Jay Butter. Every time like I try to, you know, uh, send something out to her, because the way she speaks, oh, it's just like butter. Like she did that, when she did that ASMR video, I'm like, you don't even have to whisper. I mean, because you're already almost there. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to mention at the, the metamorphosis uh, was, uh, my favorite moments were, um, I was like right, I didn't realize I was like right in the front row somehow. And then like she was performing, I think it was Pleasant Principal. And all of a sudden she saw me, I was just all in white, you know, looking good and everything, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, looking so high, you know. And she, pointed, and she pointed at me because she pointed at me almost like she was surprised to see me. And she was like, hey. And like she, she got, and she, oh, like I, literally it was like it pierced my pierced my soul like the way she, and this this really sweet um, older uh, white couple they were behind me I could tell they this was probably their first Janet concert but every time she pointed at me they were they, she would slap my shoulders like oh my god <laughs> I love and, that you know, like 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 I, I never that. like and, you know and I was about to say Carol Brady you get up off me like, Carol Brady but she was really sweet they were just was, trying to be good allies like we no, I know I know no no she was really sweet but the second time. The second time was what really got me is when um, Janet uh, was doing, you know, my song, Miss You Much. And so she was, was, I was at the part where she would come over to the corner and she saw, I started doing the choreography and like she stopped, like she, I think she was supposed to be moving to the other stage, but she stopped and watched me do the choreography. She said, I miss you much. and kept pointing to me. And I did that choreography in my, <laughs> in my chair. Like I was Michael Jackson during the first thing the first thing I remember the time. And I was... I, de- I was jamming. I said, girl, you don't even know what you, girl, don't you sleep on the handicap? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> let it out. Uh, let it out. Let them use you. Damn, <laughs> let them use me. Yeah, look, let her use me, please. You know. <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm going to shut it up, man. Too funny.